Joe and Joe here talking about Daytona and everything and Betty previewing Atlanta and, and doing everything we could do. So I'm the Joe and I got the other Joe on the line, right? Yep. How are we yep. doing? Today? Good. Am I the good Joe and you're the bad Joe? Uh, I think we're both pretty good Joes, but uh, I'll, I'll gladly take the uh, good Joe side if that's uh, if that's oh. where you're going. You're the good son. Okay. Have you ever <laughs> seen the movie uh, The Good Son? Uh-uh. Yeah, it's with you know, Macaulay Culkin. Oh, I, yeah, Macaulay Culkin. I've only, it's actually funny. I think the only Macaulay Culkin movie I've seen were the Home Alones. Oh, well, anyways, in the movie The Good Son, Macaulay Culkin is like the evil son. And he mm-hmm. kills his other brother and he tries to kill his mother. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know. So, anyways, Daytona. Okay, so, okay, we'll play a game real quick. We got to start off. All right, who am I? Who am I? So, uh, RCR. You know, they're great, and what we're doing right here, we're, we're, we're doing great, man. Austin Hill's is the greatest, and Sheldon Creed sucks, and Austin Hill is great, and RCR, we're going to do that. What do you think? What, what, who's my impression of? Um, it could only be one of those three guys in the booth. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a wild guess and say you're uh, Andy Petrie. That's right. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Okay, I'm like, uh, did you hear that? A whole broadcast. Yeah, it was bad. It was uh it was nonstop for the whole race. Good Lord. And they gave up. Okay, let me tell you why. There was no interviews of anybody that wrecked. There was no interviews about people that are out of the race. There was no, like, Josh Sims and Regan Smith were tired. And like, God, we want to go home. Can we leave now? Okay. And like, you ever worked at a job where you're like, oh, God, I'm going to pass two hours now. I just want to get the heck out of here. That's what it seemed like the broadcast was. Did you notice that? Yeah, no, it definitely seemed that way. And I guess it can kind of be that way with uh, all those wrecks and whatnot and, like, the red flags. And there was a red flag at the end of the of Xfinity, right? I'm remembering that correctly. Right, uh-huh, towards the end, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I could see why they'd want to get out of there, and especially with uh, your boy just all over RCR the whole night. Good Lord. I mean, here's funny thing. I kind of like Andy. I respect Andy. I know people that know Andy and stuff. But you ever seen, like, you know what it is? Um, you ever seen a home broadcast of like a baseball team or a hockey team? You gotta listen to home announcers, and sometimes mm-hmm. home announcers are really, really big homers. Oh yeah. Okay. Like uh, St. Louis Blue is a great example. You know Bernie for Durko. Uh uh-uh. uh, who's he for? He's just for the St. Louis Blues. He was a long time St. Louis Blues announcer. He okay. like does like their intermission stuff now. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was basically like the biggest homer ever. Okay, it was ridiculous. Did you ever listen to like a radio broadcast? Like, you um, Paul Allen. He's a Minnesota Vikings radio announcer. I think I'd recognize his voice if I heard it. Okay, he's a huge. I mean, or or remember that guy? I I got his name. He's a Kansas City Chiefs radio announcer. The touchdown, uh, Kansas City. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I mean, okay, and that kind of yep. makes mad. Okay, and I actually I texted you saying we should have a drinking game. How many times Andy Petrie mentioned we? Uh, RCR, Austin Hill, Jesse Love. They say it's yeah. fun. I mean, if you count the times that those guys were mentioned, you'd be on the ground. Okay. I'm oh yeah. Take you know. Yep. All right. Yeah, so, though, it was ridiculous. It was. That pissed me off. But uh, other than that, uh, the Xfinity race was pretty good. There's some things I want to say. Uh, I'll try to be nice today. Okay, I'll, I'll try to be uh, PG. I'll just say something about Natalie Decker. She actually lets them laugh. 
but uh, I'll, I'll try to be good because I know that you're a good kid. Uh, but how about the B500 itself? Let's get to that, okay? So, yep. uh, good race. Do you think the wreck that happened early in the race kind of set the tone where people are like, all right, let's calm down. Let's not be what we saw in the truck series race. Yeah, I, I thought so. I was pretty surprised. Like, once we were getting into stage three, I'm like, it's kind of been a while since we had a caution. Then I looked, I was like, oh, it, it was just that first wreck. So, um, and then I, it, I was pretty, like, so I said I was surprised. But then towards the end of the race, I was like, I saw that intensity kind of picking up. And I was like, well, we're not getting out of here caution-free. There's just no way. And sure enough, obviously, we saw it. But I also wasn't expecting it to collect 23 cars in the wreck. But, um, yeah, no, it was, I was pretty surprised. I mean, they were racing fairly aggressive throughout at least like the second stage after that wreck, because like, what they were, they kind of got in that little fuel saving mode there in the first stage. Right. Well, you know, here's the thing is they were going three wide a lot. They're getting at each other. And here's the thing is, this is why these are, I think I texted you this or I think it's something like this. That these, this is why these guys are the best drivers in the world, period, bar none. Okay? These guys can go three wide around a track and maneuver around and not wreck. Okay? Yeah. We, only had, we, had the, we had the one towards the end, okay? But other than that, I mean, here's the thing is, I can't imagine any other racing series where you can be that close, that long, and not wreck. Only oh, in the cup, because these guys are the best in the world. Yeah. And I think just people don't realize, like, people especially that haven't been to the race, but like one, just the sheer speed that you're making these moves at, but also like your head is strapped in there looking straight. And you can't like just look in your blind side, like you do on like the highway. Like you have to trust what the guy's telling you in the ear. And when people like kind of realize all that's happening while they're going that fast, like it, it's really impressive to watch, especially, uh, especially towards like the uh, later end of those races or the race yesterday when they were, going three wide for what felt like 30, 40 minutes. And it's just like one bad move. And, you know, everybody's getting collected. And sure enough, I I actually noticed like right before uh, the wreck, I was like Bowman's kind of pushing a little, a little iffy there. And then sure enough, he was the one who pushed Byron and Kozlowski. And Byron, of course, gets the win and everything. But, dude, I mean, these guys are just so talented. It's unbelievable. You know what I'm saying? These guys, this is why why that's the best talent, okay? And Xfinity mm-hmm. and Xfinity Series is one little step below, and it's they're good, talented drivers in Xfinity Series too, but not quite the Cup level just yet. But they're almost there. You can tell, okay? Then the Truck yep. Series, and here we go. It's, you know what it's like? It's like the have and have not, okay? You got like if I can say that Cup drivers are 100% talented, and if you got to grade them on like an A, B, C, D, E, F, like a grade, like a like a school grade, like the mm-hmm. like the Cup drivers are like a 9900%, okay? Yeah. The extended guys are like a eighty-one percent. Okay. The truck yep. series guys, the truck series guys are like a fifty-eight percent. Okay. <laughs> and, and like literally, like Archer guys are about a fifty-five percent. Would you say that's fair? I would definitely agree. I think. Right. I I would probably yeah. I I was like gonna say I thought the eighty percent for Xfinity might be low, but I think you're probably right. Just right. a little less polished throughout the field, definitely. Um. Yeah. Those yeah, guys. Are, truck- guys though uh they still are talented and they're some of them will be great cup series drivers some of them will be okay okay i'm not saying i said the world on fire but they'll be all good enough okay yeah but they're not gonna be big time stars okay but the thing is here's the thing those guys are way better than the guys you see the guys in the xfinity series and girls 
and Xfinity Series are better than Truck Series and ARCA Series because a lot of guys come in the Truck Series or ARCA Series with a lot of money with a rich dad or some sort of company, and yeah. they don't have any talent, but they have some money, but they're good enough to be in the Truck Series, and that's why you see all those wrecks because a lot of those guys have basically no talent. Yeah. Yeah, It the Truck Series, is, it can be a painful watch, I got to say. I mean, what was it like? I, I looked because I didn't watch the uh, the whole truck race. I only watched a little bit of it. But uh-huh. like, I I when I looked at one point, it was like something like forty nine laps under caution and like forty eight green. I was like, oh my god. Uh, right. That, well, I mean, the, it, that shit right. goes to show. Right. Well, here's the thing. Okay. Here, what the deal is, most of those guys don't have any talent. They're there. They get to be racers. They get to be on TV. There's a few people in the truck series. A few drivers. A few. They have talent. Some. They're okay. Some are just there because that's their job, and some are there because they want to be racers and they have a rich dad, and there you go, okay? Yeah. And a few people like that in the Xfinity series, but at least with time and, and effort, maybe they're okay, and maybe they have some people guiding them along where mm-hmm. they passable. Like, not great, but, like, good enough, okay? Yeah. Right? And same with the Arca series where, um, you know, they're okay, and some guys are just whatever, okay? Mm-hmm. But... Uh, if truck series is bad. I mean, you, I mean, we saw what happened in Phoenix. Remember that joke that happened in the championship race with the, the truck series? But the thing oh, is, God. the talent there is just not there, okay? And just a bunch yeah. of, you know, a bunch of jabronis, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to think back as to that uh, Phoenix one, pit road, and like, oh, yeah, it's two laps to the cu- or two laps to the finish, and then we had to wait 30, 40 minutes to finish that race. Right. Uh, you were there for that one. I was... I stuck at the airport. I didn't get a chance to go. Remember, they lost my mortgage at the airport. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot we picked you up after that. Right. Uh-huh. But, dude, okay. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. But Daytona was great, though. Here I am complaining, griping about the bad parts. But it was a great Daytona 500, actually. And good, clean racing. It wasn't anything dirty. It wasn't anything to argue about. And nobody was really going off on social media, you know. Like, sometimes you see dumb comments. Or sometimes you see things on social media taking out of context or whatever. But I think it was a great race. Uh, you know, uh, I, okay, the finish, though, okay? Um, you can say that, but, you know, I think he got to the line first before the caution came out. And you can say, sometimes NASCAR says the moment of caution, whenever the moment of that wreck happens, they could draw the caution. But for some reason, they don't like them come on. What do you think? Yeah, I saw the photo that at least NASCAR posted where... Mm-hmm. Which they, they should have were... shown TV. Go ahead. What do you say? Which they should have showed on television, but you go ahead. Yeah, yeah, because the one they showed on television, I thought was it was a little. It looked like Bowman may have been ahead, but um, I did see the photo, and it looks like the lights on at least below the flag stand with uh-huh. with Byron in the lead. So uh, I'm gonna accept that. But um, yeah, it was just you just like when they're racing that crazy and given like everything that led up to the big one and then you kind of get restarted and the racing's getting really intense. I would have liked to see them at least race it all the way back around. And it's kind of, it's obviously just bad timing with the wreck happening right as they're taking the white flag. Um, but I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a, like a like fraudulent win by any means. Like I've seen some people on Twitter saying like uh, yeah. Byron had to race to get into the position to be able to win that way. So, right. No, yeah. I think, and he was racing towards the front there at the end. So, I mean, oh, exactly. he put himself in a position to win and he was the one who was able to benefit from it. So, I don't, 
I don't think it's fraudulent at all. So not at all. But yeah, exactly. And here's the thing. If I gripe about one thing, you talk about bad timing is whenever they had to read the credit one one to go, it's quite by credit back and, and that's exactly the moment that wreck happened. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. Could you imagine one minute left to go in a football game? Mahomes gets back, he gets the ball, he tries to throw the ball, and then Jim Nance with one minute goes, Oh, by the way, it's one minute to go left in the football game by credit one bank. It's the number one credit bank of the, of the NFL. And like Mahomes is throwing the ball and about the like, and the like the defense is grabbing the ball interception and that's when and that's what Jim Nance is talking about, credit one bank. Yeah, no, I could not imagine that. I thought the ad I mean, it's always the same story with the ads, but like last night was just oh my god. Right. It was just one thing after another. It was like it felt like every lapse. Oh my god, I know. And the other thing is, geez. How many times did the you know, production crew mess up on things? And not only that, but the production crew in the Xfinity series, they wanted to go home and all get our spun towards the end of the race. They missed the spin live while it happened, and the camera missed it. Uh, yeah. They other things, other shots of other people wrecking, short replay. There's things that happened uh, in a wreck towards the middle of the race where guys kind of ran into each other. We couldn't see a replay. So we couldn't see onboards. We only saw the, Daniel Suarez on board, basically. That and Jesse Love is on board. And that was it, you know, saying for the Xfinity, yeah. right? Yeah. And then remember the uh, the first wreck of the 500 when Mike Joy's like, crash in the back. And then, like, it takes, like, four seconds to get a shot of it. I'm right. Like, like Where? come on. Yeah, right. no, I, I, was, I knew it. the second I saw that, I was like, oh, it's going to be a long one here with, with right. uh, Fox. But because what well, I told you and uh, what I told you before and I thought the listeners here is, Okay, these people that shoot things, and remember, you're right. They, they, Mike George, a crash. Where? Okay, and then finally they caught up to it, okay? Here's the thing is NASCAR is unlike anything else that you produce, okay? And when they produce, they, at one time, okay, they were able to produce racing and have the cameras in the right spots and actually not take forever or go to the wrong camera or not know what was going on, okay? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing is, I think, this is my opinion, that the people, that right, right around like two or three years ago that the people that shoot Fox and produce it are not the same people they used to and these people now have no experience doing NASCAR races like maybe they used to say I don't know maybe they used to be producing basketball or baseball okay and when you produce a baseball or basketball or hockey you know that they're going down the field and the camera just moves left to right okay or right mm-hmm. to left okay and you know what's going to happen pretty much okay with yeah. NASCAR got to be one step ahead okay you got to know like literally one step ahead and be there before the cars are there you know what i'm saying yeah okay and it just seems like fox only has only has this issue nbc does not have this issue in terms of camera work production uh you know again you know people really just mailing it in okay or half uh giving half effort okay i was gonna say something else there but Giving half yeah. F, okay. Maybe I got Natalie Decker in my mind. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> they're 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 giving half effort. They're they're not trying enough, okay. And here's the thing: I know that they're tired. I know Regan Smith and and Justin and those guys probably want to get the heck out of there, all right. And and the broadcast team probably wanted to with the cameraman and everything, okay. But guess what? I mean, dude, when you work on like a real job, like a real job, guess how many times. I'm going to show up and guys, like, gosh, I can get the heck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Guess what? Those people on Fox are getting paid a heck of a lot of money to do that. I know it sucks. I'm sure they want to go home and everything. But 
I mean, good Lord. I mean, the way yeah. that the team was, the announce team, everything for like Cindy Race. I mean, I produced better shows with like freaking wrestling action figures than that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it was, it's just like, uh, it, it, it's painful to like go from the NBC to Fox. Like that transition is like, uh, it's just like, we know how good it can be. And like, it's just like, it's like oh. watching a slow car crash. It's like, can't do anything about it. Right, what we're gonna do, man? We we got these cars dialed up, man. Um, well, well, we what we do RCR, man. Well, we're gonna be up there. You know, I, I actually, if you read my AI story, which is from last year, uh, yeah. about the legend, the AI fake Peacock Cup series, which uh, AI created, is mm-hmm. and, and according to AI, Akib Talib is actually it's a, an announcer for uh, NASCAR and uh, AI league. Okay, mm-hmm. that'd be funny if Akib Talib did it. Yeah. <laughs> right that'd be great so uh but no actually uh one piece of news actually did you see that nbc has not resigned junior yet oh yeah i heard yeah I, i've i've seen that he wasn't like super hot on coming back yeah i wonder what's going on there yeah i, I, got, I dude i got an idea okay this is just my idea I, I, this is maybe probably not gonna happen but this is just my idea all right Mm-hmm. You know how, like, Shan Sharp and Ocho do their their own type thing, you know? Yeah. Junior should do something like that, except somehow he should, be, I mean, NASCAR should let him or whatever. He should be, like, streaming on Peacock, like, his own thing, and he's watching the race. Or if he's with somebody else, and he's watching the race, you can watch him do commentary, like an alternate broadcast. Kind of like the uh, Manning cast? Right, exactly, okay? Yeah. Exactly. And and then after the race is over or whatever, Junior can take people's questions and be on YouTube and stuff and, and talk with people about the race. Kind of like what Ocho and, and uh, Shannon Sharp do. Yeah, I think that would be a really cool idea. I wonder I wonder what, uh, who you would want to, like, partner with him. Like, do you have any ideas of maybe, like, who would be, like, if he's Shannon, who's the Ocho or whatnot? Uh, it would have to be a former racer or something. Maybe uh, something that he would know. Uh, maybe or maybe uh, good good question actually. That's a very good question. I don't know. Maybe somebody that's been around for a long time, or somebody that he would know for uh, a while, or somebody he's friends with. You know, what I'm saying. But that's a very good question. I don't know. Maybe yeah. you know you funny. You know what's funny? All the Fox guest broadcasters they had in the booth last few years who actually knows Junior and actually is very great. Has a really good sense of humor. Is Matt Kenseth. Yeah, that'd be cool. with Junior Matt Kenseth or something like that. But Kenseth yeah. is great. Now, I think. That he should have been in the booth, but um, I don't know. Uh, oh, so Atlanta this weekend. Okay, that's gonna be a good one. Uh, you know, what? I got up so I do my bets for the 500 didn't do anything. What about your bets? Yeah, the only person that was close was Cindric there at the end, but uh, and I think I don't know where did I don't remember where Bubba finished, but I think Bubba was my second highest bet finisher. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking. Uh, oh, Bubba finished fifth. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, oh, so Bubba was my highest finishing uh, bet. But, um, yeah, I had Cindric there as well. But everybody else wrecked out. Like, um, or actually, Jones was an eighth, but I had him to win, so it didn't matter. But uh, I was disappointed Johnson got that damage in that early wreck because that just completely put him out for the whole day. I had Johnson, too. I know. Yeah. How about you? What bets did you have again? I had Johnson. He obviously went like McDowell, okay, Ryan Priest, uh, Kyle Bush, and um, 
remember last year, Chris Bush was also high. So my picks were not good. All of them, not good. But Atlanta this weekend should be a good one. Uh, I got one for you. He finished top five Daytona. He always does good with like these big uh, kind of like drafting tracks. He's a good guy to play Rob with as a court of a joy. Yeah. He he's certainly uh, done well there in the uh, past two, uh, few races since they uh, reconfigured that place. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I believe he was like in the lead or very like on the front row, t- like towards the end of one of these uh, recent Atlanta races. So, I mean, right. yeah, that's a good pick. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I could see like maybe Logano. I thought Logano had arguably the best car in the 500, and We'll see. He's he's obviously won here um, since they've reconfigured as well. Um, what about maybe like Chase Elliott? Chase Elliott's also won here recently. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's always kind of a a wild yeah, card. Especially it is. The, uh, drafting oh, track. definitely. Um, definitely. Well, Bowman. What, what about uh, Byron doing it again? Yeah, he can certainly be there. I thought. I mean, I didn't think Byron was had a bad car or anything yesterday by any means. I mean, he was in the front for pretty much the end of the, uh, the final, like a good chunk of that final stage. But, um, yeah, I mean, it kind of felt like yesterday there was a lot of, a lot of parody at like the top of the field, like kind of guys were getting swept out, new guys were coming up and whatnot. I wonder how much of that we'll see at Atlanta, just given, you know, it's tighter confines, less room to work with, not really on a room for a third line. So, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I don't know, man. We're going to see a good one. Uh, gosh, Kyle was up there. Kyle, I think he finished second last year. This is a Atlanta race with Range Shorten, so Kyle should be up there. Kyle Bush uh, yep. definitely uh, will be up there. So that's a big good thing. But I think if you want to make some money on a bet, Corey LaJoy would be a good bet to make. Ryan Priest would be a good bet to make. Uh, Rick Stenhouse would be a good bet to make. So uh, McDowell, of course, would be up there. McDowell had a great finish last year at Atlanta. He, he was the top five, I believe, so a top 10 at least. So, uh, you bet on him. So if you want to make some big bets and make some big money, uh, you know, make those bets. If you're a state that's legal or whatever, uh, you know, or in Las Vegas or whatever people want to do, whatever. Uh, then of course you got the Xfinity race. Um, gosh, I don't know who's going to win that one. That'd be a tough one. You actually, uh, maybe who's due for a win is, uh, is Ryan Sieg. He was up there in the Xfinity race, most of the race, and he's going to be in his home state in there in Atlanta. And he always runs good there. And actually, his brother actually beat him last year in the Xfinity race. And actually, I got the chance to interview him last year. And uh, so that should be good. When the truck series are there, how many cautions do you think the truck race will have? Ten? Oh, God. Uh, at least. I think, uh, I think uh, let's let's try to get uh, the laps under caution below 50%. That would be a okay. start with. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, but uh, yeah, they got the uh, truck race in the Xfinity race on Saturday. And then, of course, on Sunday, it's a uh, 400. Actually, you know, it's the longest time ever, forever, was Atlanta always had 500-mile races. And recently, I guess, when they reconfigured it, it became 400. I don't know why. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, it is kind of weird. All those years being 500, and they changed it to 400. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I probably got the television. And, you know, uh, Fox, they complain about something. Who knows? Hopefully, they'll, uh, you know, have less. I guess. Next year, uh, only a few races will be on Fox. I mean, a lot of races will be on FS1. Only like the 500 and like two or three other races will be on actual Fox Fox. So yeah, what do you uh, do? You like the new Atlanta, or would you have preferred it 
saying like something. I, I, I like the new Atlanta. I like it. That's a lot. Uh, it's it's great. You know, I like the way it is. Uh, you see, here's the thing: is I'm old, and I remember the original original configuration on Atlanta. Then they changed it like '98. From '98 all the way to recently, they had that configuration. So I I, I I don't know. The original one was pretty good too. So, but no, the good one. This one's good, and uh, I know it's got a lot. Of, uh, a lot of people are really into it, and a lot of fans are super into it. I was there last year, man. These fans love it there. Uh, yeah. Do you think maybe uh, maybe uh, sometime in the future, if they ever want to redo Chicago Land Raceway, they can make it like Atlanta? Yeah. How much is, is Chicago Land two miles? That's a mile and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that they they could definitely do that with it. Um, I've heard Texas Motor Speedway potentially for uh, – turn into a super speedway i don't know how yeah. that would work but yeah uh, that, you know the racing there is kind of bad okay yeah. uh lately last many years has been bad okay and um there was a chance actually it was like my children like i don't know 17 or something 18 i had chance to go there and cover a race and um i was trying to get airfare trying just to get there to get there you know mm-hmm. finding reasonable airfare because i got my mind well i can go to the sea it is right okay I'm not going to spend an arm and a leg with an airfare going there to see a race that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've, not, I've ever watched a Texas race and been like even mildly entertained. Right. It's, yeah. it's pretty it's bad. I would, I would so support them to do something with it. Yeah. Maybe they should redo it. Hopefully. I'm sure yeah. they will. I, I, who knows though? I think Gossett, long time promoter there is not uh, seeing Jeremy Andrew track there anymore. So who knows what they're doing with that track anymore. Uh, we got a few more minutes left here. I'll tell you what, uh, a few more minutes. I can tell you, uh, if you had to, uh, bet on a long shot for the cup race, would it be Todd Gillen, Mike McDowell? Who do you got? Um, let me pull up the, uh, odds right now just to, uh, refresh me, but I'm thinking I actually kind of like Gilliland. I, I thought Gilliland ran fairly well last night and I mean, obviously I'm pretty sure he got caught up in a wreck, but, um, yeah, I would. I think Gilliland would be a good pick. I think um, maybe Eric Jones. I actually bet Jones uh, for the 500, and I actually didn't know he finished in the top 10. But um, I think those would probably be my two picks. Okay. That'd be up there. A uh, uh, long shot, maybe, um, maybe Zane Smith and the other uh, Spire Bar Sports car, you know, he'd be up yep. there. You know, Um I don't know, man. I, I, I like the long shot. You got to win some money, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I'm betting now more than ever. And actually, it's a lot of fun betting on races. Sometimes, man, I was all really excited when that race started. And then Johnson and everybody got involved in that wreck early. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, yeah. dang, there goes my bet, you know? But mm-hmm. it's exciting. I love it, man. Seriously. I wish I could yeah. bet on race, you know? But uh, it's just hard sometimes because uh, some states don't make it legal yet. So, yep. you know? Yeah. Another, one more long shot, I think. I actually bet him for the 500 is Riley Herbst. Whoa, yeah. Yeah, that's a good and one. I think he was – it doesn't say he led any laps in the 500, but he was definitely up towards the front at times. Yeah. yeah I know just, that for sure. Riley, anytime there's like a, uh, a track that requires a lot of drafting and, and stuff like Daytona, Talladega, or Atlanta, Riley Herbst, and um, he's always up there for some reason, and Corey LaJoy. Oh, always really good there, you know. I mean, yep. there's always been drivers like that, and and a quote in history of racing, like uh, Kane Wallace and Mike Wallace, and those guys, or, or Joe Nemechek, guys like that were always really good 
at those tracks because maybe they knew maybe they didn't have the equipment or the team to you know be good throughout the whole season but they circled that race on their calendar and said all right well we got to focus on this and maybe if we could do good here maybe we could turn the season around and maybe have enough money to uh you know be better throughout the season you know yep so yep. some guys have done that in the course of history of, of nascar i mean that's just the way it goes you know so but yeah. no man the joy was up there finished fourth again he just he think it's his third time he's finished fourth in the daytona 500 so did yeah. you actually here into the chili sweepstakes to win a free chili t-shirt <laughs> i did not but i i did see the commercial that was a pretty funny commercial yeah 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 the car is fueled by that yeah but uh, i did yeah. enter by the way i don't know if i'm eligible but i did enter to get the free chili t-shirt so hopefully i could win that i i don't think i did but that's okay I think and I didn't go to Twitter. So man, the only time I really I was checking on Twitter, I saw what you were saying and I saw what our radio station WDXD was saying and I saw other people tweeting things or X actually, excuse me, X now. And uh maybe I was on my mind I was thinking about Natalie Decker, I don't know, with her her uh, her X X X account, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I know, I'm wrong, I know. But hey, you know, yeah, we'll kill me the family show. We'll kill the family show, okay? I was going to tell you, you can look up some things about her. But um, And by the way, that she posted herself, by the way. Uh, but uh, it's a family show. so. But yep. no, uh, take, take that family show. So we take the family to Atlanta and see a good old race and uh, hopefully have a good time. So I'm the good Joe and you're the bad Joe, right? Something like that. <laughs> Are you the good Joe? I don't know. You're the good Joe. I'm the bad Joe. I guess I'm the bad Joe because I've been thinking – all these thoughts about Natalie Decker, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. today's a bad job, but switch on a daily basis. We do, we do. 